What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast. My name is Brian. I got a special guest with us today, a gentleman that I just met this afternoon, but he has an incredible story. So we're going to just walk through some stuff and church congregation. This is James. James, hey, what's going on, man? What's up, y'all? What's up? I'm just here chilling, just trying to, you know, speak my truth. That's all. That's I'm it. trying to get some, to the to the bottom of some stuff, to be honest, because I got I got shit going on. I got stuff going on that I'm just James, trying to. You can use whatever language you want, and anybody judging you for the language you use is not a great person. Thank right? you. Thank Nobody you. Nobody on earth has a heaven or hell to put people in, so you be yourself if you want to cuss. Thank do you. what you do, man. It's, it's up to God to judge me. I know that for yeah, sure. Part. <laughs> we also have my brother Jono in the building as regular well in the building. Yeah. Um, so what's going on? So sorry. So James, walk us through, man. Uh, I, I just met you this afternoon, and you were saying you were going through some some trauma. You don't necessarily have to be specifically detailed, but walk me kind of through where where you are right now. Well, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about my life or the people's lives that I'm involved with? I would definitely say your life. I think that you. Um, as a young man, you impact a lot of people and you're influential, you know, just from our conversation of your desire to really encourage and inspire people to be free. And one of the words you used with me earlier was equality, equality. which is not something that you hear. And just to be give everybody a picture of the room, you don't hear most white males talk about equality. Uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Not to be stereotypical. No, 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 you're good. But See? for you to say that, man, it, it's something there. So just kind of. You know, like I said, you've been going through stuff, kind of walking me through where you're at right now. And I'm just, I'm here to listen. If I, you know, if I can help, I can help. But most important, I'm here to listen. Well, uh, man, it's hard to know where to start, honestly. I guess I'll start with the most recent um, situation that I've been dealing with, which is my own actual DUI. I actually got a DUI. I blew a .08. I wasn't really that much over the limit, but I still should not have been driving. Yeah. Not just because of the alcohol content in my body, but because of the emotional state of my mind. Yeah. Uh, see, what happened was, and this is not an excuse for my behavior, not whatsoever. No, sir. This is this is just what happened. I, I was at my ex-girlfriend's house, and I discovered or I un, un, unveiled that she had been sleeping with someone who was supposed to be my friend at the time and then once i i didn't even call her out on it but i called out my boy on it and once uh she kind of figured that situation out she she kicked me out of her house okay so y'all were living together no we weren't living together we were just hanging out and drinking okay we were just hanging out and drinking so after i had been drinking she kicked me out of her house and then my boy took me back to my car and as soon as i hopped in the car i immediately went to go turn and i overcorrected um off of a dirt road onto a uh, paved road and i went into the wrong lane and someone hit me going 40 50 miles an hour somehow i was blessed enough to escape without any major injuries i mean injuries but um I had a slight concussion, but I heard that the first thing I did when I got out of the car, actually with the concussion and everything, as soon as I got hit, I actually went to go check if the other lady was okay. Wow. Um, I don't really remember that, but that's what I was told. Right. And then I remember being in the ambulance, just trying to tell my people about it, make sure them that they were okay. Honestly, it was the first thing that I remember texting was making sure that my best friend was okay, because I had no idea what happened. Like, I was just kind of waking up in that ambulance. Absolutely. And... This DUI, have you have 
you know, obviously it's a traumatic thing. You know, you're arrested, you're charged, you, you know, you lose your license, the privilege of driving. Yes, sir. Do you feel like recently that's been kind of your identifier? Because I know sometimes when trauma happens, you just identify with it. You're like, man, this is who I am. You know, now that you mention it, I realize that I have actually started to identify myself with not just not necessarily the DUI thing because I'm not actually a heavy drinker. I don't really drink like that. It, right. it was just kind of a, I, I suppose it was something that God had intended, you know. But I do recognize myself as a. I do identify myself as a pothead, as a pot smoker okay. for sure. Um, and like I wear the hippie headband, the uh, hippie bandanas, and like the flannel shirts, like a hippie. But right. I realize. You know, I've come to real. I've come to realize that that, that self identity is not a true projection of your true self. That's just the ego kind of covering it up for you, kind of kind of making a situation for you so that you can have that ground to stand on. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I I mean, anytime you you go through any a bit of trauma or even a part of just growing up in general, mm -hmm. man, is defining your identity. Right. And it's so easy. I know even for me sometimes depending on what area of growth I was in or what you're interested in, that's kind of where your identity aligns, it's you know? True. It's very um, true. And so I don't believe you should ever define people by just their actions. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. Because... You know, when, when you did, were talking about your DUI, obviously, you know, we don't ever condone drinking and driving, but we've all, a lot of us who drink have had a drink of maybe too much and gotten in a car. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. a, a, DUI, a DUI. Yeah, a DUI is a matter of did you get caught. If you really think absolutely, about it, absolutely. is did you get caught? Yeah. But um, one of the things that that when you were telling, you know, speaking your truth in that story was the fact that you went through something traumatic, yeah. as in the fact of a girl you were dealing with, and all of a sudden you find out, whoa, we're not what we thought we were, right. and that could put you in a mind frame and in an emotional it, it state did. that's yeah. not going to allow for much logic to, to take It life. really was. It really was a, a, an entirely emotional situation. Logic was basically removed from the situation, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to get to my best friend's house so that I could vent and talk to it, my best friend. It was the, I want to get away. I needed to get away. I yeah, I wanted away. to get away. I needed to get away. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I tried to, but I... Oh man, at this point, I really wish I had taken the time to cool down a little bit and not let my emotions drive the bus. My logical mind should have been steering. Yeah. Have you, have you, do you feel like anger is something that you've always struggled with? No, anger, anger for me, um, has never been a real problem. I'll tell you because, because everything is relative. I saw my brother, my little brother, he struggled with anger really right. badly, uh, as a kid because he was always outcast and misunderstood. And now at the age of 25, I, I realize that I've been outcast and misunderstood and that I am indeed angry about it. So so it's not something that I've always struggled with, but recently it actually, not necessarily anger, but frustration. Frustration okay. at, at the people who don't uh, understand me. So walk me through this, James. You know, you said you were frustrated cause for people not understanding you. If you had to define yourself. And I'm, I'm not asking you to put yourself in a box. That's not what I'm asking you no, no, yeah. to define yourself. So who is James? So th that's a really difficult question for me to answer, to be honest, um, because 
I don't like to look at myself, but I will tell you that people, what I will tell you what other people see me as. Other people see me as a kind soul, an old soul, um, a hippie, uh, <laughs> a creative genius at times. Um, there's there's a lot of different things. Honestly, I just think that I'm just a soul in a body, temporarily until I pass, and then and then my energy will continue to be something else. But that's a whole another yeah. podcast now. Question, just so you said a lot of positive things there, you know, creative, you know, old soul, which, you know, I did actually code for wisdom. And those are all great things and all things that, you know, a lot of people want to align their identity with. Would you would you um, I don't want to use the word classify, but would you say that you're a believer or a Christian? So actually, that's a diff. That's that's a whole. That's a good question. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm a Christian per se, but I have studied Christianity to an extent, not a whole lot, okay. but to an extent. But I've also studied the other religions as well. The Kabbalah is one of my favorites. Um, Allah is my favorite version of God because she has a, a bunch of different like uh, hands, a bunch of different stages, if you will. I don't know how to say it. Right. Because uh, I haven't studied enough to really know. Understood. Um but yeah, I would definitely say that I'm a I'm a Christian of some sort. I would definitely say that I'm a believer. I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a Christian because that's like a whole um, school of thought that I so, I don't really partake in. So but, it's more of a you do believe that there is a God. Absolutely. Okay. But just because, as far as the the breakdown of the extent of your belief or the traditions that so so let me take a look because. Imperfect Church um, podcast is really to inspire and encourage people. I'm a I'm a Christian, but I never believe in, you know, in the Bible it says we're called to make disciples. Yeah. You know, clearly as a Christian, I want you to love Jesus like I do. Yeah. You know, get baptized. You know, Absolutely. walk through life with you. Um, what's your yeah. take on Christianity? Because I'm sure that you. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm taking oh, you there, James. Because I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Okay. I'm sure that you've met Christians and they may have come off as oh my forceful Look. or judgmental or absolutely, absolutely. So kind of um, walk me through that in your experience because you know I've been a believer since I was ten years old. Yeah, and I'm always you know wanting to make disciples, wanting people to have a personal relationship with Jesus, but I also understand that has to be a organic thing to happen. Look, let me let me let me start with it by saying this. There's only been one other person. Like I, I don't really we, we just met. You know yeah, I, don't absolutely. Re- I don't really know you. But there's right. only been one other person that I've actually enjoyed learning about Christianity and Jesus from. And that man's name was Eric Roy and he was one of the, the, the most righteous individuals that I've ever met because he wasn't trying to push the religion on anybody. Absolutely. But you sir, you you the way that you deliver it, I would want to learn about it from you. Because, well, mo- like I said, like you said, most, or not most, but a lot of Christians are very pushy, forced it down their throat. Like, you need to believe in Jesus or you're going to be condemned. Right. And that is, that is, the way that I feel about it, that's, that's ultimately each soul's individual choice to right. be condemned or not. That's something that they're here to learn about. Whether or not, that, that they're, they're, I think that we're here on this earth to go through um, what the Jewish people, they have this, the, the, the thing called the Kabbalah, they have this thing called the right. tree of life. And it's basically these stages that you move through in life where you where you just come to understand how to essentially build 
your own heaven. Uh, I, oh, wow, that's that's it, powerful, it, man. It, it I don't is. know. If, <laughs> I don't know if I could. I think for for me as a Christian, um, and this is one of the things that I had to learn as I continue to walk with my life in Christ is that there can't be a correction without relationship. Right. So like you have to be a person first. I need to get to know you first. Not saying that that's my only angle for getting to know you, but right. until you know that I love and respect you for you, it's impossible. I can pull out a Bible and read every scripture to you, but you're going to say, well, you never asked me how my day was. Right. You, you, you never wanted to get to know me. You never were personable so, about it. Right. And I feel like, and even, and even, my understanding of Jesus is Jesus was always one who went to the people. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a, hey, I came here for everybody to bow down. And even though he's no. the king of kings, oh, yeah. one of the most beautiful illustrations in the Bible right. was the Last Supper. Right? Yeah, yeah. they're no. eating and Jesus is like, look, y'all, this is pretty much the last time. And what he did was he took off his outer garments and he took off the towel around his waist and he washed his disciples' feet. Wow. And his reason for doing that, and I, and Peter, I know I'm sure you heard about Peter in the Bible. Peter was the one they most identified with the most because he was the most defiant, the cussing, the denying Jesus. Right. He's like, Jesus ain't nowhere in the world you're going to wash my feet. And he's like, no, if I don't wash you, you won't be clean. <laughs> and then, oh my God, that's deep, and, y'all. Yeah, and then what Peter says back to Jesus is, then wash my hands and wash my head too. And the reason for that is he wanted to be covered fully. But Jesus came to serve, not necessarily to be served, and to show us how to walk. And that's the thing that I love about Christianity and faith is it's a process of loving people and walking through life with people. That was the teaching. You know, that's that's incredible that you just put it that way. I'm going to use the word incredible intentionally here and say that because I've never heard someone put it that way. But see, that's beautiful. But see, that's the thing, James. Because there's a difference between Christianity and Judaism. Judaism is also a beautiful religion. Right. They just don't believe that 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 uh, Jesus was the Son of Christ, right? They don't believe that that He was the 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 Savior. They they. But they're they're saying this all. But people fail to realize is that all religions are more or less saying the same thing, that basically there's a higher power, and that He has a plan. The Christians believe that the Jesus came down so that, like you said, he got to walk with us and share his enlightenment with us. Right. I don't doubt that for a second because I don't think that humanity would be at this point that they are at without Jesus Christ. If I could give you a, a kind of a quick, like a, a cliff note, right? Please, Because we're all, so um, God created the earth, the heavens, the earth, all the creations. Yeah. And so the way it originally started was is the Israelites were God's chosen people. Yeah. You know, God delivered them through 40 years of slavery and the escape from Pharaoh and Egypt. Yeah. But yeah. what happened is, is and, and I love this because it's like a, a evolution, right? Exactly. Like so the, the, the first covenant was the law. So, you know, there's Old Testament and New Testament. Mm-hmm. Well, in the Old Testament, they had 600 laws, James. 600 laws that if you kept those laws and you were holy and you were righteous, right? A lot of laws. And and it's funny, man, because sometimes in even in the modern day church, we get so legalistic about stuff. Right. Exactly. So the great thing is, is, is God is omnipresent and Mm -hmm. and it's three. So it's, it's the father, the son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. 
or you, or you, old school that you say the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And so what God decided to do was he wrapped himself in flesh, incarnated himself as a man. And then that's Jesus. So he sent Jesus to live a perfect life, right? To keep all those 600 laws, to keep all the commandments. And what happened was, is Jesus died on the cross for our sins. So that therefore, when God looks upon us in judgment, he sees the perfect work of Christ. Right. Because I'm going to take you back history wise. Okay. So back in the day in the Old Testament, before Jesus, Jesus was always here. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's, Jesus, it's, it's, it's God, God wrapped up in flesh. Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Right. So, back in the day, in the Old Testament time, what they would do is there had to be a blood sacrifice for the atonement of sin or for the kind of correction of people's sins. So, they had these high priests that would, you know, have these super white garments on, mm-hmm. cleaner and clean. They go into the temple, the holy place, and they would make a sacrifice of an animal. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah, always yeah. the first fruits, and so that sacrifice was made for everybody's sins. Right. Well, that's ritualistic, and that's true. But for God to incarnate Himself in flesh and then come down and die for our sins, there has to, there's no more of that. It's all, it's finished. That's the last time that's going to happen. It's it's finished. It's done. So every time when we believe in Jesus Christ and believe that he's the son of God, then that means that we're saved. Right. right, And that means that Jesus work on death on the cross is the finished work. So you mean to say that God wrapped himself in flesh to come here to save us as the form of Jesus Christ. Correct. That's beautiful. I've never heard anyone put it that way. That's an amazing breakdown. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful as heck. Or I'm Absolutely. very thankful for you for saying that. Absolutely. And see, that's the thing is so often, you know, whether we're going through trauma or we're trying to find our way in life, if we don't have our identity in Christ sometimes, and that's why I love, that's why I believe in Jesus. You need your identity in Christ. Because when you have your, either. right, you have your identity in Christ, you know that one, you're not going to be perfect. And two, you don't have to be because he's already paid for everyone's sins. That's amazing. All of our sins. Wow. See, I've, I've never really thought about it that way, honestly. Uh, I've always seen, for well, at least for my childhood, because I used to think that everyone was as conscious as I was and making decisions in the same way that I was, which is not true. Everyone's got different, different stuff going on. Right. So, but, but. My point is, is that I always used to see everyone just just doing what they wanted to do and being who they wanted to be. But now I realize that the world is this terrible. It's not. Well, the world is what you make of it, but it's the it's this kind of terrible place it's for a, some people. It's a fallen, broken place. It's because a fallen, broken if, place. If you think about it, James, us as humans, right? When we want what we want, yeah, we manipulate, we lie, we do whatever we, we can do to get it, and it, and I don't. Even if we don't mean to, that's it's still right. happens. And it, and it's that's that's human nature. It's right. for us to come from a very self-centered place, and so when we learn about Jesus and learn what the Bible says, because yeah. the Bible, and you may you may have heard this, you may not, but the Bible is God's love letter to us. Right. It's a book of history. Something it's like a that. book of commandments. It's a book of showing us a way of life. It's, it's his love on a piece right. of paper. It's, it's exactly. what he can give us to, to exactly. teaching and the, God. And the most the wonderful thing I love about the Bible 
is this 40 different authors that lived in different time periods, but the story lines up. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, actually. So, now you, know, you put it that way. <laughs> as I began to, you know, and even me, I've been wow. with Christ since I was 10 years old, even mm -hmm. to dive in and read the Bible. It's the only book where the author's still alive that was written 2,000 years ago. That's amazing. Ago. That's and amazing. the fact that, um, you know, it's the only book that reads you. So God really so so i'm i'm not necessarily religious right and that's but i do fine. practice love and gratitude as a religion and see i practice that like it's a religion do you know what uh one of the great greatest commandments are what's that it's uh it's two huge things and i probably need to get my bible out of my book bag and read it to you directly but okay. I'll, I'll summarize it for the Go sake ahead. of like i said we're just getting to know each other we're just talking um to love Christ with all your heart, all your might, all your soul. Right. And then second part, I love what you said. You said, I, my religion is to love people and to show gratitude. That second commandment is love your neighbor as you love yourself. Absolutely. So you're already, ha you know, you're already there with the love aspect of it because to love somebody means that you have to see past their flaws absolutely to see past their color to see past Every their, their background and their trauma and to love means that Everything. you know what i may not have all the answers for you but i can walk and do life with you well let me let me let me say this though i so i grew up on a farm in basically in the middle of the woods in okay. nature in nature so and and growing up with my mother and the way that she was she had grown up on a farm herself in england she understands every single piece of life to be just as valuable as the next right she would swerve on the road and probably get in a car wreck if it happened honestly and just to avoid like a snake or a squirrel or anything that's on the road right she would she would sacrifice her own life to say that, that just a, like, high, a high respect for life one time one time the cows were, were were out in the field and they were bucking and one of them was charged right at her and she stood her ground i don't know how she did it i don't know how she did it <laughs> she stood her ground and said no and that cow stopped that cow stopped and did not run her over because she she just has something about her that like understood and respected that animal to the point where that animal understood and respected her yeah. Because it's all life. It's all the same life. That's what people fail to. A lot of people fail to realize is that life is the same life. We all come from the same. I'm gonna use the term God. We all come from the same God. We're all the same. All different manifestations of the same God. Absolutely. And I think for a lot of us, we just have to get back to, um, you know, walking through life with people and and understanding God's word for what it is you know Absolutely. the bible for a long time was has always been used to manipulate people and the funny thing yeah, is is yeah. the funny thing is it's also the most stolen book in the world too really <laughs> yeah, yeah really yeah believe it or not it's wow. the most stolen book in the world but wow, i, I feel I like that. you know as, as a believer as a christian it's important for me to share that you're loved unconditionally yeah. God doesn't turn his back on you because of a DUI or whatever traumatic things you have when you're like, God loves right. you unconditionally. He died for us. Right. You know? Right. But also, too, it's important that you have strong people around you that walk through life with you. Yeah. You know, and, Absolutely. you know, we were talking a little bit earlier and there's no real correction without relationship. And so having great people around you who is not just about calling you out on your crap, but encouraging you to do the things that you're passionate about and to get you on whatever track you desire to be on. Cause that's right. important too. 
Well, so so at this point in my life, um, I've honestly studied not a whole lot, but just enough to understand the ego um, and and the self Uh and the difference between the two. Okay. Um, So the self, what what we call what? Oh my gosh! In a is it Taoism or or? I read the perennial philosophy, and they talk about the ground with the capital G that we all come from, right. which is which is like the source of life, the source of God, pretty much. Okay. Or or, or God itself, because the because the, the the way the Taoists see it is different than the way that the the, the Christians see it. The way the Christians see it is that it's God, and we all came from God. The way the Taoists see it is that it's the ground. The ground came from God. They break it down just a little bit more, to be honest with you. I'm, okay. No, um, no worries at all. Yeah, but but. Uh, where was I going? With You're that talking mind? about the ego and the self. Okay, so so the, the my point is is that I have destroyed my ego, not destroyed, but I have relinquished my ego enough times to realize that first of all we have to have an ego in the modern uh, Western world. We have to have an ego. So in order to partake in this culture, right. So I have spent time building an ego, um, and I've you know like drawing up an ego and crumpled it up and thrown in the trash can, drawing up another one, crumpled up, thrown in the trash can until I've come up with with this one that I have right now at this moment, which I'm probably gonna crumple up and th- throw in the trash can again. Right. But I, I'm building an ego so that I can help, so that so that I want to build a perfect, not a perfect ego, but I want to build an ego that God can speak through. So that I can deliver a message to the world that it needs to hear. Because if we keep going on the track that we're going, it's not going to end well. It's just not going to end well. We're either going to blow each other up with nuclear weapons or we're going to consume all of nature's resources until the point where there's nothing left. Right. So, So the world needs to change. And I'm, I'm here. I've told you, I tell you, I've died twice. I've died twice already in my lifetime. It, but I'm still here for a reason. I came back. I went over to the other side. I met God. I had. I was at the pearly gates. I came back because He told me that there was a reason why I was here. So I came back to fulfill that purpose. And I've been trying to set myself up since that point in time. I've been trying to self, set myself up so that I can tackle that goal, so that I can achieve that goal of helping humanity get to the point where they need to be so that they can help the rest of the world. And I'm not just talking about the rest of the world as in humans. I'm talking about all living creatures on this earth. Yeah. Everything. I, I think one of the things you want to keep in mind, James, is that you're 25. Absolutely. And you have a lot of life to live. And I love the fact that you you lead with love. Um, I do believe that in order to progress forward in a healthy manner, a lot of it is identifying your self with a firm foundation yeah you know and and that's for you to decide what i love for it to be a foundation jesus christ yes i praise up yeah i do um but you know every day no matter what the journey is we take it step by step one day at a time one day at a time and there are going to be some days that you're going to be great and there are going to be some days that you wish you could hit the rewind button but you know, there's no rewind button in life. No, sir. <laughs> and, and and the most key important thing is is to know that one Christ loves you, and that your sins are forgiven. 
Amen. You know, and as long as you take life step by step and get some good people centered around you to guide you, because we all have blind spots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, that's one thing that I appreciate about my community of friends is people, hey, man, I think you probably came off a little too harsh right there. Or, you know, because I love that you said pride and ego, because a lot of times our pride and ego will tell us a completely different narrative. Absolutely. Your pride will always try to come and save you. For me, I've struggled with anger issues. So a lot of times when I'm uncomfortable, it's like, oh, I'll just get angry and yell and everybody else will get quiet. And so, (laughs) but but that's a pride thing. That's That's an insecurity thing. And I have to learn how to be more mindful of that to really, you know, for me personally, God, rid me of this ego so that I can be obedient to you. If you've called me to love my neighbor as I love myself, I can't do that from a standpoint of I'm better than you or I'm so focused on my comfort that I'm going to try to manipulate the situation. Right. You know, we have to come to terms with each other and with people so that we walk together. Walk right? together. I love no that one, you keep saying that because it, that is so deep. We walk this earth together. We do. Every single living creature on this earth walks this earth together. Absolutely. And we gotta be here for each other because we're all like, as far as I like, as far as I'm concerned, including the animals, including the plants, we're all living things. We're all. I don't want to say human beings because I'm obviously aware that plants are not human beings, but we're all <laughs> right. on that level. We're all equal on that level as human beings. Right. Let me just, let me take the human out of it. Let me say we're all beings. We right. are all being here, if you will. Right. And that's something that we gotta walk together with because it's, it's a struggle sometimes. It really is. Right. It can get difficult, but we have if as long as we have love, as we have gratitude, so long as we have each other, we can make it through this kind of uh, these kind of trials and tribulations that happen in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And James, man, I want to challenge you as you continue to walk through life. Know that I'm always here for you. I'm actually giving you my cell phone number, man, when we get done with this interview and stuff. And, right. and so you know that you have somebody in your corner. Yes, sir. Um, and I think one of the important things for you, honestly, as you move forward, is don't identify yourself by your mistakes. I won't. It's, it's really easy because those those challenges in life are really big events. So, yeah. you know, as humans, we draw towards events. Oh, man, this concert. Oh, man, this DUI or whatever Absolutely. else. Absolutely. We connect to those things. But I think you, you have an exceptional heart. And I think that you are going to make a great impact on people because your influence comes from who you are and your personality and the fact that there's not too many 25 year olds talking about love and gratitude let's just be honest well i've been talking about love and gratitude john john here knows i've been talking about love and gratitude since day one yeah uh ever since i had my first um what they call ego death yeah um ever since i had my first one i got i got a job at at the bucks with uh my buddy john and I, I had to recreate an ego then and there. I didn't realize I was doing it, but ever since then I've been talking about love and gratitude. Yeah. And I've been, I've been, I don't want to say preaching because I'm not a pastor or anything like that, but I've been teaching people um, about, you know, the, the what I used to call it is the self and universe. But what I realize now is that it's one and God. It is, it is, it is, um, I don't know, it just is what it is. Right. And I had to take a break from from preaching I had to take a break from telling people about what it is so that I could understand more did so you feel I, like a hypocrite 
I did. I still feel like a hypocrite, to be honest with you. Why do you, why do you say that? Well, because because I, I talk about love and gratitude and I talk about peace and enlightenment and all that, but I still go out and I do stuff. I, I, I you know, I drink a bottle, a, a glass of wine or two, or smoke a cigarette or something, you know, just just like right. that. I, like, I'm imperfect. That's why I actually love the fact that you call it the imperfect church. Yeah. And, and a lot of those things are they're the legalistic part of faith, right? Because so you think about it, like you think Christian, most people don't think alcohol or cigarettes or anything like that. Um, you know, there's a there's a line and a limit to things. There is. There you has know, to be, right? You know, you know. I'll just use alcohol because I I drink. Mm -hmm. I personally drink, but I drink for taste and enjoyment, okay. not for. I don't ever drink to to, uh, to as I'll say it for you as the kids say these days get fucked up. That, you don't drink to get fucked up. You correct, but taste. also too is I don't drink to comfort myself. Oh, so if I, see, if that's so, what it really yeah, is. That's right. Damn, you took it. A, sorry, yeah, excuse my language. No, no, you, you took it a whole other. Use level, whatever language you're right. you want, man. Um, <laughs> I no seriously, and I say that because you have to be you and. And God loves you, and I love you, regardless well, of what language you use. Me being respectful to you is not is for me. Just calling you, you know, sir or whatever is not me. Be it's what I was taught to how to be respectful. And the only reason that I'm respectful at this point in my life is because I feel like people deserve it. Understood. If if I feel like you deserve it, then yeah, I'll call you sir. Yeah, I'll call you ma'am. If you deserve it. <laughs> so I'm just telling you right now. If I call you sir, it's because you deserve it, sir. No, <laughs> but no, I, I just. I think it's dangerous when we get into the legalistic stuff. Right? It gets tricky. It does. Because there, there's one thing when people do things to fit in or they do things to be cool, but to really understand why you do stuff. Like me, I'm 36 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, for me to go out and get drunk would put me in significant harm's way. Absolutely. It, it would take me away from my wife. It, it could take me away from my daughter. It would take me, me away from my career. Not that I'm scared of losing those things. I just, I don't have the desire to do it. And right. Plus, man, the older you get, the worse your hangovers are. You <laughs> Absolutely. Know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yes, so now, honestly, man, if, if I come home Absolutely. from a, a day of work, I'll pour me a little something and sit down and watch TV. I've even poured a glass of, you know, one of my favorite rum and, and read the Bible and studied the Bible. But Absolutely. I'm not drinking for comfort or to alter i'm not getting to an altered state where i can't fully function you that's see what exact, i'm saying yeah i see exactly what you're saying but, that's but I, people we try to escape i'm going to speak from my own experience i'm not going to say people i drink i smoke i do whatever to get out of my state of consciousness to get out of my state of uh my natural state of mind so I can alter my state of mind. Yeah, and I'd use it as an escape. And see, James, I've been you. there. I've, I've had a, you know, we, we were talking about trauma. Yeah. One of my most traumatic situations was um, um, before I was married um, with the mother of my child, we lost a baby due to oh. a miscarriage. Oh my God. And man, you talking about That's suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Um, You know, I was drinking heavily, yeah. smoking. Just because you, like you said, you're trying to so hard to get out of that state. Absolutely. And, and now, mind you, I'm still a Christian. Yeah. And I remember praying to God, God, please bring my daughter back. Bring my daughter back. Oh, bring my man. daughter back. And crazy because, and I shared this with you, and this is, I love God for, because he's God. But for most everything important, he is, yeah. But man, even in that moment, he was like, no, I'm not bringing her back. 
And I remember asking why, and he said, because you can't take care of yourself. So how in the world would you be able to take care of that can I, girl? Can I, I don't mean to cut you off, but nah. I've literally been through the same thing. Yeah. Literally the same thing. This girl, I, I, I didn't mean to, obviously, but I got, I, I had a baby on the way. Yeah. And we talked about it, and the first thing I said, to be honest with you, the first thing I said when she told me that she was pregnant, the first words that came out of my mouth, and please don't I'm judge me or hate me I'm not here this. to judge you. The first all. thing I said was kill it. Get rid of it, kill no, it. No, kill it. Kill it, wow. Was the first words that came out of my mouth. It took me a solid three weeks to a month to realize, don't kill it. That is my baby. That is me. Yeah. Don't kill it. And then you know what she did? She killed it. And that's tough, man, because even from a Christian standpoint, my heart breaks because who was walking through that trauma with you all? You know, as Christians, we're called to love, man. I, I, we had a miscarriage, so it wasn't even. It's our a choice. whole different situation, and, right? And, I got and, ripped and even, away from you. Yeah, and but even still, when you know, we, from a Christian standpoint, like I said, I'm not judging you. Like from a Christian standpoint, you know, that's the purpose of not having sex outside of marriage, right? So you have that covenant right, of marriage, right? Right. So no, I, I trust me. I yeah. understood that. But even that still, man, people need to be there to walk through life with you and with her because that's traumatic it's true because in the back of your head even though you're scared even though you may not be able to financially take care of this kid or anything else you just go i messed up yeah i'm going out yeah but you still in your head think well what if Right. And exactly. then what happens, that's what happens if I never am again? That's exactly what and happened. And that's tough, man. That's it, tough to walk man, in. Man, bro, it was hard. It was hard. I'm not going to lie. It was the hardest. One. I, I'm not going to lie. I ended up sleeping in the woods for three days. And then I have to go to the hospital because I cut my leg open. I wasn't trying to kill myself. I wasn't. You said suicidal no, I thoughts. I wasn't really trying to kill myself, but I cut my leg all the way open down to the bone. So I don't really know if I was trying to kill myself. I don't think you were, James. I think you know what your purpose in life is. I do. But just know that Jesus Christ died for all of our sins. All of our And that he um, came to redeem us and to reconcile us. Not just for the forgiveness of our sins so that we can walk together and do God's work and give God all the glory. That's what I'm, I'm trying to do, though. That's what I was trying to explain earlier with um, about me trying to get my, my ego and myself out of the way so that God can speak through me. And that happens. Honestly, that happens sometimes. Sometimes people will tell me that God is speaking through me. That that that, that happens. Um, and I'm just trying to be. What do they call it? I'm trying to serve God. I'm trying to be yeah. the right hand of God, or whatever they call it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make the world better. I'm trying to make the world a more loving place. I'm trying to make the world a more peaceful place. No, I completely understand that. And one of the things that I'm gonna do to help you is uh, I'm gonna go get you a Bible. One that you can read, I'll read and understand. It. And James, you're, it. you're a deep guy just from talking to you, so I'm gonna grab you a study Bible. So it's gonna I have love notes that. in that. I would appreciate it's gonna that. give you the historical context too, and then I, oh. I, I pray that we can continue to have a conversation and continue Absolutely. to walk through life together. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would I would love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna shake your hand right now. Hey, no problem, was, man. Right. Always, always. <laughs> thank but, you, man. James, thank you so much for being on the Imperfect Church. Absolutely, um, thank podcast, you for having man. me. Thank you for having me. I'm encouraged for you i'm encouraged for your life and just know that one you're not doing life alone thank you um and 
most important so, man. Go ahead. Can I share one story with you before yeah, we go? Yeah, absolutely, man. So one time I was walking into Whole Foods, or I was about to walk across the street to go to work at Whole Foods. Was it Whole Foods or Holy Foods? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. <laughs> so keep in mind, when you work at Whole Foods, you don't have to wear a uniform at all, especially as a cashier. So I was walking in there looking like a normal dude, and this homeless man came up to me and he said, Hey, keep up the good work. And it took me a second, but I realized what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about me going into work. He was talking about my life. Wow. He said, keep up the good work. And that means so much to me that I walk around saying, I go to college campuses, I go anywhere I can. And I say to everyone I can, I say, keep up the good work. So I'm going to say to you, sir, keep up the good work. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, Honestly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Church Podcast. Hey, our slogan here is simple. Whether you do or you don't, you belong. And in the words of my beautiful daughter, God bless you. Goodbye.